Compliance is a profession where people work tirelessly to make the world a better place. And there are hundreds of amazing and inspiring women who have helped the field develop into what it is today. Great Women in Compliance is part of the Compliance Podcast Network. So join Mary Shirley and Lisa Fine as they talk with women in compliance who are making a difference. Welcome to the Great Women in Compliance Podcast with Mary Shirley and Lisa Fine. We're on the Compliance Podcast Network, where you can find a load of other interesting compliance podcasts. And uh, today we're doing something a little different. Um, We are doing our very first soliloquy episode, um, which is essentially going to be just me for today. So I hope that's not too much Mary for you. Uh, This came about uh, because early on um, when we were first talking about the creation of the podcast, Tom Fox advised Lisa and myself that we didn't always need to have um, an interviewee on the show. We could do panels and roundtables, and we could also take an opportunity to have an episode of just a a solo host sharing some ideas. So what this episode is about um, is a, a crowdsourcing of recommendations for affordable technology tools uh, to be solutions as part of your overarching compliance program and to help facilitate the success of it. So we put a call out for people to give us the um, recommendations of tools that they have really enjoyed using, but that don't cost too much. And the reason why I really wanted to focus on that is that I know all too well what it's like um, when you're working in a company and um, resourcing for compliance and budget may not be uh, the most generous. And so you've really got to work with the limitations that you have. I'm very lucky uh, at Fresenius Medical Care that the company has put um, you know, a lot of good resources behind the compliance program. However, even if you're in that fortunate situation, you of course don't want to squander the resources that you do have and prioritize them accordingly. So this episode is for those of you out there who are going through a difficult time uh, securing budget to um, have a compliance 2.0 program. Uh, and to those of you who are um, very thrifty with um, the, the way in which you uh, allocate your compliance budget. So that's the reason for it. And then um, I also wanted to give a little disclaimer. Please do your own security assessments before using any of the tools mentioned in this episode. So we don't guarantee them to be up to your uh, company security standards. So they're just recommendations and ideas that have worked for others in their circumstances. Don't forget to do your own security evaluations. All right. So the first category is infographics, posters, brochures, flyers, uh, and social media posts. Um, I'm a big fan of um, using visuals that are aesthetically pleasing, but also break down information into digestible chunks so that your um, internal clients uh, can can best absorb that information. Um, And so I'm often uh, asking for uh, my teammates to, to consider using infographics as a way to present their information or to put up posters, or for more complex information, to do um, a brochure or a flyer. 
Uh, and so we've got some great solutions that hopefully will be a good match for no matter your technical ability. So the first one I wanted to mention is VisMe, um, which was recommended by Samantha Callan for being really easy to use. Uh, the current pricing um, is starts off at $25 per month for businesses and $0 for individuals of up to five projects, and then the cost increases as you do more projects. Another one um, that was uh, really well recommended by multiple people uh, was Canva, which comes with a pro subscription option and also a free option. Um, so several people recommended this tool, including myself and Lisa Fine, which is probably no surprise as it's what we actually use for our cover art for the, the Great Woman in Compliance podcast. Uh, other fans include Path Chanda and Sean Friedland. Thank you so much for letting us know about Canva, guys. And then another one um, which is recommended by me is PictoChart. Um, I love how everything comes out in PictoChart. I think it looks awesome. Um, however, you do need to spend a day or so playing with it to learn the ropes. Uh, it has some idiosyncrasies uh, that can be a little frustrating to work with. Uh, however, the upside is that it, there is a free option um, with limited templates. And then, of course, uh, if you go for the pro option, which is around about $29 a month, then it comes with um, more templates and more variety to use. So what I've noticed with a lot of the, the tools and compliance is that uh, if it comes with a, say, a $29 per month option what it, uh, and you're still limited on funds, it's a really good idea to build up the content for your campaign and deal with them in one foul swoop. So, for example, instead of having ongoing compliance campaigns where you're paying for um, a lot of this information uh, as you go along, sorry, not information, access to the technology, you could think about um, your communications campaign and your awareness and education um, as a, a project and just buy the um, access for, say, one or two months and create all of your campaigns for the year like that so that you're not paying uh, $29 a month for an entire year. Uh, now the next category is project management. Um, Trello comes highly recommended by Sarah Haddon of Corporate Compliance Insights, and she uses it for everything from her personal to-do list to tasking and collaboration with her team. And I'd like to give a data security heads up. Um, Trello was uh, an option that I looked into back in about the middle of 2017 uh, to use their um, subscriber option and at that time they weren't in a position to complete um, a data security evaluation form. Um, maybe things have changed since then but I thought it relevant for those who have uh, similar internal procedures um, in case they're, they're not able to satisfy those or, or complete them for you. Um, there is a free and paid option of, of Trello available. Uh, so something it may be worth looking into um, is even if you can't use it uh, in your uh, business capacity, it could be a good thing to help you organize your life in your personal capacity. And then again, on the project management front, Ryan Rushing of Broadcat recommended Asana, which is kind of a big deal given that the Broadcat team tends to be very trendy and cutting edge. And like several of our other um, recommendations, there is a free and a paid option for Asana. Next category is video conferencing and other communications. Zoom is recommended by Bob McKee of Infinitive, and of course, this has been in the limelight for security gaps 
recently, but to their credit, uh, Zoom did make very big strides and take prompt, and they did take prompt action um, soon into lockdown when the deficiencies became well known in terms of the, the security issues there. Uh, and in addition, I wanted to share with you that um, Zoom video conferencing is actually what Lisa and I use to record our podcasts. So if you're thinking about uh, delivering compliance awareness through podcasts, uh, for example, when we come out of lockdown, many of your sales folks are likely to be driving to and from places. So that could be a good captive audience for you to um, have a recording playing for them to, to hear a little bit about it, maybe a new compliance process or something else. Um, it could be a good idea to use Zoom to record a file and send it to your colleagues as um, part of your communications campaign. And again, Ryan Rushing also had recommendations for this category with Slack for impromptu text or video communication and Google Meet for scheduled meetings. I just used Google Meet on a compliance networking call for the first time and I found the subtitles feature awesome for discerning uh, what was going on when people were inadvertently talking over each other, which uh, is probably my biggest pet peeve of conference calls. So if you've not tried it yet, uh, give the subtitles feature a go if you've got multiple people on a call and it'll help you identify who's saying what. And then the next category is training and presentations. Rupert of Ethics Insight provided a couple of good options with Kahoot to gamify training. And I can also speak uh, well of this particular product. Um, I've used it like a game show for um, compliance quizzes. And Prezi, uh, that's another tool that I like to refer to as PowerPoint's sexy big brother. Uh, it just seems to make um, your presentations come to life so much more than even the most sophisticated PowerPoints ever can. Um, Rupert mentions that Prezi now has a video function that makes it more personable and you can narrate the content as you would normally. I'll have to check that out because I've not seen that yet, so that's awesome. And then um, Rupert's clearly really strong uh, in this area because he's also mentioned additional tools, um, Capwing and Toonly, which I've never used, um, but Rupert recommends them um, to create videos and animations. And as it happens, I, I did see Toonly pop up on my Facebook feed the other day with a, um, a very attractive deal. So that's great. Even Facebook Analytics knows that I'm a compliance nerd. Anyway, both Capwing and Toonly are said to be really easy to use, even for technophobes. Um, so for the people like me, that's excellent news. And then to, to cap off the episode here, uh, a couple of miscellaneous um, uh, items to think about. So Bob McKee from Refinitive mentioned that Process Unity has released a free pandemic response questionnaire, which can be adapted. So thanks for the heads up on this. I think that's really useful. Uh, and even if um, in your particular jurisdiction, you feel like you're coming out of the pandemic, this type of thing is going to be on people's minds for some time. There may be other uses for the um, pandemic questionnaire and similar that you could apply it to. And finally, the great Alan Hunt tipped us off to um, a West, West Elm offering of video backdrops um, so that you can attend your Zoom conference calls from your dream home. So if you Google West Elm uh, and video backdrop, you'll be able to place yourself in a 
fancy mansion uh, to impress your colleagues. So that's um, that, that's a great number of ideas for people to take a look at, and, and all of them are either free options or for a, a minimal amount. And with crafty planning, uh, you can really reduce the, the spend um, if you, you do a lot of your comms uh, within the same month or two period. And so to, to end this call, I just wanted to remind um, everyone that uh, we are very excited to be publishing a book with Corporate Compliance Insights, which we aim to have coming out at the end of the year so that your end-of-year gift-giving for compliance nerds uh, is taken care of um, and maybe a little treat for yourself. Uh, how it works is that we've released a purple poster with writing prompts. So there are various topics in which we invite you to submit your writing pieces on. And then in the bottom left-hand corner of that poster, there are the uh, smaller details in terms of when you need to get that into us by and the minimum word count and so on. If you have any questions or you're ready to send through your submission, Lisa and I have a quick email address, which is quickpod at gmail.com. And we are thrilled to have seen the submissions that have come through so far and we invite further submissions. So please don't hesitate. Uh, and we hope that... Uh, especially in the really hard year that um, we've had so far, that come the end of 2020, that this book will be considered an uplifting and inspiring uh, piece that you can add to your bookshelf. Thanks very much for listening, everyone, and wishing you all the best. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Great Women in Compliance. We hope you'll join us in honoring the great women in the compliance field by subscribing to this podcast and leaving a review.